Even the success and like the things that you put your, you place your importance on uh -huh. never can satisfy you and ever make you happy because they never end. There's never, you can never, there's no amount of money that will ever make you stop if money is what you care about. You'll keep going. Oh, I got a million. Got to get 10. Got 10. Got to get 100. Got 100. Got to get five. Got five. Got to get a billion. Welcome to the Zyde Inspire podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world, and drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. If you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. So, you know, <laughs> you know, I feel like this podcast is amazing, and, um, you know, I can see the potential, and I just want everyone to know, like, Starting small and believing in it when it's a tiny dot is such a good place to be. I, and, you know, I don't want no one to, like, be discouraged if you don't get what, what you want over a long period of time. Because I feel like a lot of people, you know, feel like, you know, if they don't get quick results, then there's something wrong with them. It's, it's the path, you know. And I don't want <laughs> book drop so early, but I feel like, you know, obstacles really is the way, man. Like, my first book drop is called Obstacles The Way by Ryan Holiday. And um, he really, like, um, breaks down, like, the path to success and, like, trying to achieve something is always going to be a rocky road. Um, but, you know, perspectives are everything, you know. And, like I said, not looking at it personally, you're not taking it too harsh and just moving on keep going but using it as a framework to guide you mistakes are the stepping stones for success um so obstacles are in the path become the path because they make you think differently they make you do differently and literally your responses to what happens to you is really what you control so these are the things that you know i love to drop because i feel like it helps me personally too um and you know like I said at the beginning, man, like start something small, believe in it when it's a dot, believe in it when no one does, you know, because at the end of the day, if you believe in something and you're confident um, that it's going to progress and have big potential, then you're going to keep putting it working regardless of the numbers, regardless of how it is at the beginning, because your beginning is always going to be small. But if you keep going, it will definitely grow. So, yeah, like that's the first book I'll drop. And like, you know, um, today was a good day. I had a great day. Um, I've done my morning routine. I've been off for a while. Um, and again, like going back to the obstacles, man, like falling off is, is sometimes is a good thing because you see, you're looking back and thinking, why did I fall off? Like, how can I not fall off? Or what can I do again to stay on point? You know, and these are the things. So, you know, last week it was kind of like I wasn't really um, focused on what I was doing. I wasn't really consistent enough. Um, but maybe I needed that time off to have a break. So, you know, you just got to look at things, how you look at things. But anyway, today was a great day. I've done my morning routine. Like I said, went to gym. I've been in gym for a good while. Started working on my um, upper body, done some dumbbells. Um, sorry, it's got a little cough. <coughs> yeah, so <clears throat> started working on my dumbbells and I was doing some leg work as well. So, yeah, today I've done my leg, shoulders and abs today, <clears throat> along with what I was doing. Um, and, you know, went to work. I had a good day at work today. And for me, I'm just thinking about legacy, man. I'm thinking about impact. I'm thinking about on all levels, you know, in terms of the school, in terms of the, the students instead of the staff, like, especially the staff that's been there for a while. Like, the amount of people that tell me, like, you know, this has changed so much since you've been here, or this has done this. And for me, you know, I'm big as well on, like, praising people that are good because I feel like as a culture, people, we always want to tear people down. We always want to bring people down. We always want to, 
you know, um, you know, it depends on the kind of person you are. But I feel, I've, this is from observation. You know, we always want to put people down and talk behind people's back. But I want to flip it and change it around and celebrate people and say, look, you're good, you're great. You know, we got to say positive things to each other and bring people up. You know, the harder thing about the work environment, I feel, is ego. I feel like. The people that with the lowest self-esteem, these are the ones that are really trying to take people down, like people that are good, people that are strong. And the only way to really get them is to get them out or to push them down or, you know, and I just feel like it's more, like I said, it's an insecurity on the other person. And they're probably going through something that you don't, they don't talk about um, that reflects in their behavior. If it, going back to behavior, it's an unmet need. So if there's a need not being met, even if you're an adult, you know, that's going to reflect in your behavior, especially with something that, um, people don't really understand fully, but <coughs> yeah, man, like it was a good day today, and um, I don't want to talk about like what I thought about today because it's kind of private, but yeah, man, like in the next few months, a lot of stuff is going to change for me. Um, you know, I'm focused on a few different things. Diversification is a big word for me. We're not just talking about investing money in different places, which obviously I'm doing, but we're talking about doing different things in different areas of your life. <coughs> Let me just drink some water. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, so like, I'm looking at my life in so many different angles and different ways, so I try to really, um, yeah, use diversification to progress and work on certain things in my life. So anyway, yeah, like, you know, today was good, you know, like, had a great day, you know, and um, you know, thinking about like how I'm going to transcend to what I'm doing now, to where I'm going on a daily basis. Um, and just thinking about how I can really go, you know, and go for go for my dreams and really achieve what I set out to achieve. <coughs> but, you know, I, I really want to talk about this thing. And the title of the podcast is um, what does success mean to you? And I feel like everybody has de- different definitions of success. And I want to put it out there. Like Grant Cardone says, success is a duty, obligation, and responsibility. I feel like if you look at it from that point of view, it's very important. I feel like, you know, if you use it in the right way, you could like, you know, money doesn't change you. It just magnifies who you are. Success for me is important. It's not the most important thing, but it definitely is important because it can change your life. (coughs) It can change people, you know, lives that are around you. It can improve, you know, your family's life is so... If you use it in the right way, you know, and for me, it's important. We're not saying that money is going to give you happiness, but maybe there's poverty, you know. When you're always struggling about money and the, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, I think my biggest thing, that's what Dame Dash say when I was probably a teen, it really stuck with me, is I just don't want to worry about money. Like, that's it. Just relieve that, that worry and stress, financial stress, that's like a burden on your back. Just to know that, you know, your bills are paid. Just to know that you've got money to go on holiday when you want. Just to know that you've got money to, like, save and, you know, just be able to have more freedom. You know, financial freedom. That's the word that I'm looking for. And, like, you know, you know, <coughs> yeah, it's not going to make you 100% <clears throat> fully happy. You know, it's, it's a cycle because you're always going to want more. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to do things not purely for money. I remember talking to an entrepreneur friend, actually, the other, the other week. We went out to meet for a coffee. And like, she does crypto, and you know she, um, you know she invests her money, and she works part time, and she's obviously on the same journey I'm on. So obviously I take some advice, and you know listen when needed. And she was saying that 
she was basically I was telling her what I was doing with the youth and how my mentoring works. And for me, I want people to be happy in their role. Like that's more important to me than money because you could make 10 grand a month and be miserable every day. You could hate your job. So it's really getting a well-paid job. Like, is that, that the best thing in the world? Like, you know, again, everybody has different levels of importance. And she was telling me that, oh, why are you going to help kids find their gift and what they love? Like, we got to help kids make money. It's about money. Yeah, you know, so for me, like, I'll be honest, as a creative, let's be real. Like, I'm a creative, you know, background is music and and she's an actor. So I know it's coming from that point of view where it's very hard when you love something and you work hard at it and you don't get money for it. That's a struggle. That's something that you would mind doing. And then what you do, because <coughs> you're struggling so much and you need to live every day, you're forced to get a job, right? And then you do a job that you hate because you need to live. Going back to the top of the podcast where J. Cole was saying this, this is really key. And I just want everyone to take heed of this because everyone has definition of success. You've got to know why you're doing what you're doing. You've got to know where you're going. And your perspectives and your mindset towards these things are so, so key. So no one's wrong and no one's right. It's not an argument. But for me, I look at it as like, what's, in, what's more important in money and happiness? Like, you know, what's more important to... Uh, people and I feel like you know just relieving that stress of worrying about money you know eliminating debts and you know all these things is it just gives you a better mental state I'll be honest with you and um, I know that when I become super rich I'm still going to be the same guy working with the youth I'm still going to be doing things that I want to do and I feel like that's the hardest thing like a lot of people find is like because you've got a lot of money now your life has to change. You don't change. The people around you change. They treat you differently. They, you know, I've, you know, I've been in a situation as well. Not that I've been rich, but I've had a large amount of money. I've had experience where I've done stuff, and I've seen my 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 circle change. People started to call me who didn't call me before. People came to my house who never came to my house before. You know, people went to hang out with me all of a sudden. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. When I had nothing on the grind, when I was trying to achieve my goals, there was nobody around me. Now, when I get the results, you want to start coming around me. You start saying, brother cousin, friend, like you wasn't, you know, so these are the psycho. I start to analyze people, human psychology a lot, and got to see these things, it's like, success breeds, like people, when you're successful, right, people start saying, oh, all of a sudden they notice you now, you know, and that's like, and then you get to see really who people are, so sometimes success is good as well, because it shows you who your real people are, if people treat you differently, people start asking for money who never asked you for money before, you know, or, or feel obligated to do certain things, that's I want to talk about my, my experience because I feel like it's actually relevant. So basically, in 2013, I um, was doing theatre sound in Central School of Speech and Drama. And um, on my last year, I got a job uh, doing, as a sound technician on a cruise ship. Um, and I worked in Southeast Asia for six months. <coughs> and um, that was amazing because I don't think anybody around me had that experience of working abroad. And everybody made it such a big deal about it around me other than me. And it was an amazing opportunity because I got a chance to work abroad. And even going back to what I just said about having the financial stress lifted, working abroad with no bills. You know, I spent six months paying no bills, all expenses paid, free meal every day. And I got a chance to save money, you know, without getting taxed, um, without getting expenses 
um, it was very easy and I had money saved. So what I was doing, I was paying, obviously my rent for the place I, I had here. And the whole time I was saving, but I came back with about 10, 20 grand. So I started getting like cousins saying, oh yeah, Jerome, you can afford it, you pay for drinks. And then my mum messaged me and be like, oh, why this money? I've paid, I've paid you, I've gave you money when you was poor and when you was broke. So now, you didn't even, she didn't even ask me, she just wired, gave me a bank details and said, ah, oh, you got money now. You know, so all of this stuff. So that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It tests your relationships. Because now if you say no, you're the bad guy. Why, you know what I mean? So it's like, you got to foresee these things. Can you deal with success? Can you deal with the people around you changing because you've changed, your financial position has changed. Now people expect things because they've done things for you in the past. Like, you know, for me, I always tell, like, my brother this, and I'm telling everyone, young person, self-sufficiency is the key. For me personally, biggest reason why I show stuff on social media, where I record my podcast, is I want to have a blueprint. I want someone to look at all my content and say, look, we knew Jerome when he was here. We seen him. He shared this. He's done this. Wow. If I could, he can do it, I can do it. And I don't want no one, like, I've met people that I've just met, like, last year. And, like, you know, one of my good friends, you know, I only met him, he became a real good friend in a close, you know, amount of time. You know, and he was telling me, like, man, I like you because you teach me stuff. And there's some people around me that are, like, family, close friends that I teach them. But ignorance, you know, closed minds, man, don't get fed, you know, just like closed mouths. And, you know, he was just, so appreciative that I would give him loads of information and help him and give him knowledge because that's what I'm like as a person. I want everyone to be self-sufficient. I don't want to be like certain people that I know that are in a good place financially and just want everyone to come to them like the grand people at the top of the hill. No, I want to make kings. I'm like, Simon Sinek has a line, right? And he's saying that, right? Great leaders create leaders. You want to get someone that can stand toe-to-toe with you and, you know, not let your ego get the best of you <laughs> and I'll go to my next book drop which is Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday and I generally feel like that's something that we've got to manage every day ego is normal by the way because I feel like if you're trying to achieve success there's a it's like a thin line like you need to have confidence and confidence can be mixed with arrogance and then you can have like this unhealthy ego you know ego is good because it gives you confidence and makes you feel like yes you give the courage to go and achieve what you need to do but then when you start you know, putting people down, going back to that and, you know, trying to step on people's toes and trying to test egos and, you know, there's a thin line between um, inspiration and jealousy, you know. <laughs> so if you let the ego get the best of you, you can really, you know, <coughs> become a slave to your ego rather than a master. And, um, you know, the biggest thing I got from the book, which I'll share, is that a good way of managing the ego is to have a mentor that's above you, that's in a position where you want to go. Have a guy that's a peer who's right next to you trying to achieve a similar or the same goal. Um, and then you have someone underneath you who you're mentoring. So you're showing them the way. And if you have three people around you in these levels, that's an easy way of managing your ego. But definitely get that book. It's really good. But, um, you know, I'm going to wrap it up in a bit. But, you know, um, another book I was thinking about recently is, because I work in schools, I look at it as like, the natural curriculum isn't built for every child. And my school, specifically, that I work at now is a 1,600 kids. <coughs> so now everybody's going to be in a straight line. Some can be up, some can be down, some can be left, some people be right. That's just how it works. You know, the world has um, complex people and everyone wants to think and do differently. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you got to do what works for you. That's what, that's what I really want to push home. I want to drive home because... Everything that I see, all the books I read, all the podcasts I listen to, I try and extract. I say, what works for me? What doesn't work for me? 
Like for instance, the 5 a.m. club might not work for some people that have to get up in the morning. You know, they might they might not be able to do that, sleep on four hours and come up. So again, test it, try it, do it for a certain period of time, look at the data, see if it works for you. If it doesn't work for you, then change it. You know, don't stop, but change the way you do things. Um, you know, there's always a way. There's always a way you can do it. There's always another way. So try another way. But <coughs> I don't know when to beat yourself up if they don't get things. And, you know, my spelling is atrocious. <laughs> I'll be real with you. And um, one of the richest people in the world who is from London, two of the most people, I mean, sorry, two of the most successful people in the UK that were visual, because um, they may be... Uh, TV shows where there was big on stuff is Richard Branson and Alan Sugar and I got both of their books by the way and I got um, Alan Sugar's book What You See Is What You Get another book drop and I've got the audio book of Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson and just listen to the whole thing like if you're from London man he, he named so many towns that you could say and he had his business and you saw the progression of Virgin you know and he was a person who I think the biggest catalyst between a lot of people, really, I'll be honest with you, is that while they were living at home, so they had a chance to build a business, or they had a family member was well off enough to give them a start, and he had an auntie that gave him money. There's so many things he goes through in his book, but that, there's certain things that stick out to me. And um, yeah, man, it was just about Virgin and how he really progressed it, and yeah, he looked at it, and that's how, that's how I adopt from the book. I just adopt from him in general. Like, he started as a customer and created an airline out of that. So he was there <clears throat> looking at it from a consumer's point of view <clears throat> and then made the airline based on that. So Virgin is a big brand. Virgin like really expanded. If you really think about it, like Virgin was just a mail order company where they're doing like music records and started getting to the music industry um, and then it transcended um, to the airlines, you know, going toe-to-toe with like BA and people that have been around for a while. Please read the book because, you know, British Airways is the massive airline. And, um, yeah, he really grew the brand. He, you know, Richard Branson is, like, you know, literally <laughs> built a real brand. He's no, it's really hard to have a brand that expands that well. So, like I said, he's got the airline as well. <coughs> he's got a record label. And then Virgin Media. You know, that's, that's something that's in my house now. Like, I've got Virgin Media. And that, for me, is one of the best broadband companies ever had all sorts, Talk Talk and BT and all of these things. But Virgin Media is a really good connection. Um, and, you know, I respect him. I respect his mindset. And, you know, I always look at certain people um, that are successful and look at their mindset, look at their attributes, look at their personality traits. That's more important than the results because anyone can get a result if you work hard enough. But I look at the characteristics. I look at the mindset. I look at how was this guy thinking? What was he specifically doing? And, you know, that's that's definitely a good book. And even the title of the book, you know, Losing Your Virginity is like his virginity into business. You know, nothing to do with sex, by the way. But, um, yeah, like the last one I'm going to drop is Contagious by Jonah Berger, man. And um, <coughs> this book is about, like, <coughs> marketing. And I feel like great marketing tells stories. Um, it makes people think, you know, and you've got to sell emotionally because people buy emotionally. And you got to, you know, understand why people buy, you know, go really into the selling. So for me, the the meat and bones of a business, for me, and to make money and to transcend into the profit margin, is really understand marketing on so many different levels, understanding how to sell. And um, yeah, man, like literally, you could do anything you put your mind to. 
And literally, like, everything that you do is all based on the people around you and your USP. <coughs> so what I mean by that is, a lot of people talk. Don't be that guy that talks a lot and doesn't do nothing about it. you got to be the guy that's different, that stands out, and, you know, does different than, or more than the people that are talking about, yeah, I want to be successful, I want to do this, and people that complain about the situation and just do nothing. So, really, if you want to get out of your situation, is what you do, not what you say. So, some people want it to happen. Some people wish it would happen, and others make it happen. This is Jerome for Desire to Inspire Podcast, and I'm out.